Hi guys, welcome back to episode two of the Game Score podcast. Today I'm joined once again with Owen. Hello. And joined with a new special guest, Archie. Hello. So today we're going to be uh, talking about the patch notes for um, Rainbow Six, the most recent patch notes, and the pros and cons and our personal opinions. And then we'll move on to uh, new games and consoles and stuff like that. So, the new patch notes. What do you guys think? Uh, they're interesting. Yep, that's that's one. Personally, I mean, I'm not a huge fan. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, the most disappointing one for me personally was Buck losing frag grenades and Jaeger's nerf from a three speed to a two speed. Yeah. Also, also yeah, that was... shotgun that just ruined him because. Oh yeah, by far. It's I mean, such a unique weapon to only them, and they've now taken it away from the person. Who mm, the one thing I wish they never did was the Ying buff. That was, because that was not right. That Ying was... was already a very, very good operator. Yeah. I won't say yeah. OP, but now she was a very good operator. And three Candelas was already on the brink of too much. I mean, yeah, and... What is Especially it? since they added her smoke grenades as well. So she has six fireballs, yeah. and she can clear out all the ADSs. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, what is it? Uh, Goyo lost one shield and now has two. So, um, fine for that... Pro League, but is bad for ranked. Yes. So... I was very disappointed seeing that they made one of the most OG characters, Jaeger, and one of the most well-known roamers into a position where he can't roam. Oh, yeah, by far, by far. When he, was, yeah. Although, when he was the original character that Roman came from, and now they've turned it so that you can't roam with him. Exactly. The next so, thing I mean, now is Vigil. And don't get me wrong, Vigil's an amazing Roamer, but... Oh, yeah, the K1A. Nowhere near as good as Jaeger. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. No one will but be able to it just that. changes how the game plays in one simple mm-hmm. little thing. Yeah. For me, I understand the uh, Jaeger nerf. Because he had a pick rate of 90%, which was yeah. off the charts. And to bring him down, which I think they have done good, rather than nerfing his utility, which is why the Jaeger character is good as well. Mm. And going back yeah, to the I mean, Goyo, fair enough. it yeah, affects I mean... the current meta. Because if you've ever watched Pro League, you know most of the time you've, you're in a 5v5 with 20 seconds left because attackers have to deal with so much utility. Yeah, I mean, true. another disappointing one is Buck losing his frag nades. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned it previously, but I mean, he was the ultimate vertical player and has now he been... Was. Uh, yeah. Now he's been taken the... over by Maverick and... Yeah. So, it's sad, but I mean, what can you do about it at the end of the day? Exactly. Yeah. Another disappointing uh, thing is the fact that Mozzie got his shotgun taken away. I know I keep saying it, but it's... It, it, it defines how Muzzy plays as he could easily make rotates without using up frag grenades. Yeah. Or, I mean, mm-hmm. now, impacts. You, now you have to bring another operator. So, for example, um, exactly. some you people bring... might not want to play smoke, but sometimes you're forced to bring in that smoke or mute with the shotgun for those rotate holes because they can be the key between winning and losing a round. Yeah. And Castle, yeah. Gridlock, I mean, and Castle... He's an amazing player, but he just doesn't really have a place in the much higher end games. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So they really, and I don't understand why they let Gridlock keep her shock. I do, but I don't really understand at the same time whilst why they would let her keep her one, but not let Mozzie. Yeah. It doesn't really make much yeah. sense. Another, I mean, another the, one. Yeah, the TCSG twelve. Yeah, that. that what do you guys think of that nerf? The fact so, that that gun wasn't even that OP. Yep, they nerfed. I mean, that. it was. It was, but you did need it to was hit a, your shot. It was a two stop, uh, two shot you kill. You did need to hit your shot. It's oh, eighty four yeah. damage to now fifty seven, which means with damage drop up applied at a distance of ten to fifteen meters, you're gonna have to use three shots. Which yeah. it's not automatic, so you can get domed pretty much. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I think that's patch notes covered. Anything else yeah. anyone wants to put in? Or? Uh, we no. well they've released the razor site. I would have, I would like to like say something actually with the lines. Previously, before mm. uh, I am looking forward to when they're gonna add sights to all pistols. I am as as a previous Monty main. I am really looking forward to them. It will change how the game plays completely. Because people uh-huh. play Warden and Ella and Sophia just for the pistol sometimes because it's got such good, like, it's so useful having a sight on a pistol. Because mm. it's a last yeah. ditch effort. If you're reloading and you don't have the time, you switch to your secondary. And if you have a sight on it, it makes the difference between getting that headshot and not getting it. Yeah. Well, that's about it. I mean, so... Ex- there was yeah, a few bugs over, but not yeah. really anything special. Yeah. yeah. Alright, so now on to upcoming and consoles. Has anyone got any ones they're hoping for? I am so excited for the new Xbox. It is going to yeah. change the game for consoles. The specs yep. on it are incredible. Yeah, it's good. To I mean, both the new Xbox and the new PS4 will support 8K graphics. It's so. close to being on the same level as a PC, maybe even further. The PS5 is a good console, but how it's looking, the Xbox is just so far ahead. They are oh, working yeah, with such good technology. Have you seen... Oh, I forgot what it's called, but have you seen the technology they're using to create shadows? And yeah, ray tracing. It is, ray it tracing, is incredible. Yeah. That will see they release the Minecraft texture play. That will change mm. our gameplay. So in Siege, for example, you see someone, and so you see someone, but because of the lighting, you can't see them. With this, you will be able to see them. And in the darker places on maps where you're usually been able to be seen, people will be able to hide and shoot. Yeah, you. that that is going <laughs> to change how gameplay in general. I mean, there has been rumours that the uh, Xbox Series X may get revealed at an event in may or just like revealed in around may time but i don't know if it will get revealed so early i think that it's still Whenever working at the moment revealed, i'm going to yeah, be well, wiped we, out of my mind well i think it was revealed last year at the e3 um yeah i mean like for sale and oh yeah so apparently uh around christmas time this year so late 2020 which okay. is very recent yeah. it's gonna look good mm-hmm. but i mean from the console side, oh no, onto the uh, actual like game side, a new game that I'm hyped for is um, Rainbow Six Quarantine. Same. Yeah, that looks interesting. Bit, bit relevant at the moment. 
Yeah. I'm also look- liking the idea of the Battlefield 6, which has been confirmed. Mm-hmm. I actually haven't yep. seen the advert for that. And I no. am a huge Battlefield fan. <laughs> yeah. And obviously the Assassin's six. Creed Balaha trailer, which most people have seen, looks amazing. Yeah. And that's what that is something that is, to look uh, forward to. Uh-huh. I mean, another one that's also quite good is GTA 6. There's lots of rumours. I remember watching, like, year, a couple of years ago, or maybe a year ago, of, like, people, like, pretending to get GTA 6. But it's now a reality. It's, um, myth, it's coming to become a reality, yeah. So, <laughs> looking good for that. There seems to be a new Watch Dogs coming out as well. Watch yeah, Watch Dogs Legion. Legion. That looks mm-hmm. good as well. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I am also looking forward to it, although it hasn't been confirmed yet. Everyone knows it's going to come, but I am looking forward to it. Forza Horizon 5. That, yeah, that, yeah. That I is going to be a They always deliver yeah, they do. every time. Yeah. That is going to be a good game. Of- I've already said this, but I'm so hyped to get like PC like Minecraft textures yeah. on it's Xbox. gonna be so interesting like shaders to see and that. how Rainbow yeah. is integrated into a story game. Yeah. Uh huh. Because if, if you remember the outbreak event, that was like a whole change for Siege, and I'm so sad mm-hmm. that it was only a limited time event, and I wasn't playing yeah. the game when it was out. Yeah, but it's gonna be nice to see how they integrate the story into such a competitive multiplayer game. Uh-huh. I don't think it's going to I mean, be that hard because all the previous Rainbow Six games have all been single player. Yeah. But it's just oh. going to be interesting to see how they move such a similar game into being the complete opposite of what it currently is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is it? The uh, internal storage for the PS5 is a custom 825 gigabyte SSD. So, Jeez. compared to the 1S storage where pretty much to have more than around seven to eight like high download games you have to get a um extra like bit of storage like uh, a one terabyte like what do you call it drive that gets plugged in yeah um i don't know if anyone else has seen but the uh new warframe game looks quite good i haven't actually mm. seen that yet it's no i think it's something a bit like overwatch but better from what yeah. I've seen so far. The graphics look really good. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with better consoles, better games are going to be coming out as well with the graphics. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be interesting. It is going to definitely been, be interesting. Like, this year, there is so much hype behind literally everything to do with consoles. Consoles have had more hype this year than PCs, which has never happened uh-huh. before. Ever. Mm. I think this is mainly due to the cheating problem at the moment on PC because I know in a lot of games, yes. there's been a lot of cheating. It is and extremely Xbox. hard to cheat on console. Hard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, unless you get plugins and that. Mm. So what else? Uh, we can look at the new controllers if anyone's seen oh, them. Oh, yeah. I actually haven't seen the new Xbox controller either. I've seen the PS5 one. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, be honest, so the PS5 controller does not look one. very good. No, see the Xbox Series X, that's going for a. I think that's going for a, a, a Xbox Elite controller feel. Yeah. I mean the D-pad yeah. and all that. Whereas I think personally, um, what is it? The um, 
PS5 is, I think they're kind of copying the Xbox controller. Like they've gone from the the two lower buttons to the one high, one yeah. low one. Yeah. So, because I mean, to be honest, PS4 isn't a bad console. Yeah. I mean, personally, I'd go over Microsoft's Xbox in like favour. Yeah. But looking at specs, they're pretty much even. Yeah. I mean, I know there's those big debates, or oh, Xbox is better, PS4 is better, blah, blah, blah. But I think I, when I've previously played Xbox around friends or family or whatever, or, no, sorry, PS4 around friends and family, the controller, it's, it's kind of hard to, yeah. like, when you're used to an Xbox controller, it's yeah. more, like, better That's for the hand, I, whereas... What people think is, whatever controller you've used previously, yeah. you're probably going to prefer because you're used to it. Yeah. But obviously, the mm-hmm. new controller, they're both... That's like the thing. The current it's, been, Xbox One. it's been so equal with the consoles to do with Xbox yeah. One and PS4. Yet these next gen consoles, by the look of things, Xbox is ahead by a lot. Like they they have a lot of specs on their side. So like I said, the shadow and light systems. They've they've got so mm. much going for them at the moment, and Microsoft does not have a lot going for them. I mean, I think, personally, the worst Xbox to be released, in my opinion, would have to be the uh, Xbox One S Digital Edition. Personally, I think completely cutting out the fact of using discs, just, I think that's, they're going to lose money on that, because then people, like, are upgrading maybe from an Xbox One to a One S. They can't use their previous uh, games in that. It has to all be downloaded. So, yeah, that was my opinion for that. But, um, I'm not sure. Like I remember, it was quite hyped out when the uh, Google Stadia console was released. Yeah, I heard about really that. Happened to it. It was a bit like the Wii U. The problem was the uh-huh. problem with the Google Stadia was it was the first of its kind to be able to be mobile and have the co- like have the games built into the console. And the yeah. problem with that I was mean, the yeah. delay was terrible exactly there was about yeah. a two I second mean, gap between you pushing the button and something i mean yeah because what was it the trailers for the stadia or the google stadia looked really good i mean the fact that you could unplug it and plug it into any tv that supported that jack yeah, or, or the like USB. your phone or something exactly if you get adapted that and then to have the bluetooth like there's literally no cables required except from the actual console that could probably fit in your pocket that just blew me yeah. away. But then once you found out it actually got released <laughs> yeah. to the public and people were reviewing it, you like Owen that said, the me. latency was just unreal. I was yeah. lucky because I actually was extremely close to buying one. And then yeah. and then about I mean, two days later, right before my mum was about to buy me one, I said, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> the reviews ain't adding up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit on the glitchy side. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'd say that's the consoles up and the actual upcoming games. Um, so we're going to take a short break and then uh, we'll be back. Hi, guys. We're back. This is now part two of uh, episode two for the Game of Score podcast. Uh, so now you know what time it is. It is time for random game review. So um, like, if you don't know uh, what we're doing on random game review, we literally look up just video games and see what the computers give us and we leave our honest opinion, reviews and if we've played it or not and if we would play it. Alright, so, you all there boys? Yep. 
Yep. Right, so we're going to start off with Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the most recent one. I haven't played it personally, but it looks like it's literally just got the old game and improved it, which for yeah. most games isn't good, but with such a classic as Modern Warfare, it has worked in their favour. So oh, yeah, by far. And I like the fact yeah. that a, like a company that makes so much money off of their game have decided to make a free version for everyone to play. Oh, yeah, Warzone. I love that. Because yeah. it shows that they're not just about the money, they're about making a good yeah. quality game. I don't game. think you'd be seeing EA do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, personally, like Owen said, I haven't played Modern Warfare, and I don't actually own it. The only Modern Warfare that I own is Modern Warfare Remastered that came out in 2012. Um, so... I mean, if it's like that with better graphics, better stuff like that, then I'm in all favour, a fan of it. I mean, I've seen the trailer for the newest Modern Warfare and the graphics, just, it looks amazing. Yeah. So, for me, um, when the game's released, I, I, I liked it. And um, I remember watching Shroud, because Shroud, uh, once it was released, he did a lot of videos mm-hmm. on it. But I never, like, I was always thinking about picking it up, but I never really did. Yeah. And then Warzone came out, and I played a bit of that. I'm not a huge fan of Warzone, but I was, again, when it came out, you have that option of buying the actual Modern Warfare game, which, again, I was thinking about doing, but I didn't in the mm-hmm. end. I mean, the next game that I think all of us have right here, Sea of Thieves. What a classic, man. It is. I, yeah. I got Sea of Thieves, I love like, the first week or two that it came out. Uh, I was going to pre-order, but I ended up forgetting to pre-order, knowing <laughs> me, being forgetful. So I ended up getting it a couple of weeks after it got released, after I read the reviews and saw how it was. And since the trailer came out, I was hooked on it. I mean, the thought of being able to go wherever you want, do what you want, and as a pirate, yeah. I mean, not going to complain. And, Especially getting drunk. Yeah, and <laughs> it also supports keyboard and mouse, which, if you don't know, I, I I'm a big fan of keyboard and mouse. Yes, I own an Xbox. But uh, if the game supports it, I will play Kill the Mouse. But that's I like how um, they've opened up other ways of playing the game instead of just stuck to a, to, uh, to a controller. There is no other game currently available that gives you the amount of freedom that that game does. You yeah. can be as stupid as you want, sailing the like boat drunk, or you can take it as serious as you want and make oh, yeah. it a serious game and you have to control everything there's no features that are giving you any slack in that game oh no it's like if you choose the big boat which will make you go faster and has more cannons on it and you have more firepower on your side you have to control it you can't just oh, yeah. select it and then go off and do what you want no so and the thing that i like about group, it is yeah they show to... no mercy yeah. The game developers show no mercy. You could have spent four hours getting as much treasure as you want and then on your way back, fly into a rock and your boat sunk. There is no saving it. Exactly. Yeah. One of my favourite things would uh, to be climbing to the end of a cannon and just shoot myself and then yeah. the ship with the sniper yeah. Yeah. and just try to hit I someone. Mean, so it never worked. I remember watching, uh, what's his name, Summit um, playing this uh, when it first came out and he used to be amazing at it. He used to somehow manage to sneak onto a, a random person's ship and stay there for a good 10 minutes just lying down, hiding somewhere. 
and then eventually just would yoink all their treasure and just be off with it. And it was just amazing. It, it was such a good content. So, is that all for Sea of Thieves? Well, I want to say one more thing in that as much as all of like the action is good, mm. I think my favourite part is just when you're sailing to a destination, you just realise how beautiful everything around oh, yeah. you look. Like the sea, the sky, the islands, mm-hmm. it's just absolutely amazing. Clock. And I think it's the best game for that when you're travelling. Mm. No one wants to fast travel if that was an option because you're missing out on the best oh, bit. Yeah. Plus, with that game, there is so much customization. There's a skin for every single item in the game. And the skins are first off detailed and they there's so many to choose from, so there's always a skin for you. And oh yeah. That, and when you select the skin you like, you can put it on your boat, your cup, <laughs> your sniper, you can put it on everything. Yeah. Alright, mm. so the next game is you've heard of Battlefront one and Battlefront Two, but has anyone played Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? I know this is a new one. I have, have I have, I've completed it, oh. and I want to say it's it's not quite up there as well. It's up there for me with Star Wars Battlefront Two, the newer mm. one, and that like the camp that's the best campaign I think uh, a Star Wars game has ever been part. Yeah, like the storyline is so deep, and I love the customization with the lightsaber. Uh huh. Really good. So Owen, have you played a bit of? Uh... What is it? Um, I've Star played Wars? it around a few of my friends' houses, and like Archie said, my favourite feature in that game is the fact that no one has the same lightsaber. Oh, yeah. And that was the whole point of lightsabers in the movies. Sometimes people wouldn't even remember the characters from Star Wars. They only remembered the lightsabers. You could ask anyone mm-hmm. on the street. They probably would know what Luke's lightsaber would look like, but not actually what he looks like. <laughs> And yeah. I love the fact that they defined that in the game. So if you like your lightsaber gold, you can turn your lightsaber gold. And <laughs> it's just no yeah. person has the same lightsaber and they all are characteristic to the person that owns the lightsaber, which is mm-hmm. exactly what lightsabers are about in the real films. Yeah. Defining mm-hmm. your characteristics in the I mean, lightsaber. Yeah, by far. So what is it? Now another game, Subnautica. I've played it on PC before, but I haven't owned it on the Xbox. Have any of you played Subnautica before? I, I currently have it installed and have been playing it recently. I love it. And it, I have not played again, it. Again, like Sea of Thieves, such a beautiful game. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, Subnautica, just the storyline as well. The fact that you have to, your, uh, what is it, your boat's crashed or whatever it is. And then you have to get out and like you start from literally nothing and you build your way up. That's that's what I like about it. There is... I have never played that game, but I just remember when the game first came out, watching Jacksepticeye's playthroughs and absolutely hysterically laughing. Oh, yeah. Oh, there yeah. is... Once again, you can just define yourself. If oh, you yeah, want your far. base to be underwater, you can do that. If you want it to be on your own private island, you can do that, and... There is just so much customization again. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. the building system in that game incredible, and I love the games that you can go to, play for say a month or so, and come back probably a year later and have just as much fun. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It reminds me of 
looks a lot like a show that I used to watch when I was a kid of Octonauts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I used to watch that one. Yeah. 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 That, that, those were the days. All right, so <laughs> now on to more of the racing side of games. Uh, I don't own this. I own Forza Horizon 3, but Forza Horizon 4, anyone? I know the graphics are outstanding on this thing, I and know. it's based in the UK, but I mean... Have any of you actually owned it? Any personal experiences? Yeah, yeah. Me and Owen, me and Owen have both played it a lot together, and mm. it's, I think it's the best Forza Horizon Four. Yeah. And I might be a bit biased because it's set in Britain, and obviously that's where <laughs> I live. But it's it's the the amount of cars you can get is unlimited. And what I also think is really good about this is all the challenges yeah. that you can get every week. There's a set of cars, a set of challenges and yeah stuff you can do the thing mm-hmm. i think forza horizon 3 was missing was first off they're bloody trees oh my god they used to annoy the hell out of me there was trees everywhere oh <laughs> you yeah went off-roading, the... you know whilst you're off-roading you was gonna hit a tree and yeah the thing that annoyed me about the trees was oh. some of them would break and some of them wouldn't yes you're flying into it full speed expecting it to break and all of a sudden your car just gets stopped dead i in remember its like there was this tree that was taller and bigger than the trees that were indestructible, yet it was destructible. Yeah, And exactly. I was like, how does this work? And yeah. plus, another thing that Forza Horizon 3 didn't have, in Forza Horizon 4, there is a setting for everything. If you want to drift, you can drift. If you want to street race, you can street race. If you want to off-road, you can off-road. Yet, in Forza Horizon 3, it was just sand. Yeah. It was literally just sand everywhere. <laughs> yet, in England... There is rain, snot. That's another thing. I love the fact that there is different biomes. It makes it feel so much more realistic. Even though every person that's played Forza 4 knows that when it's snowing, it's snowing. It down your car, but it just makes it feel realistic. The fact that you see more pickup trucks and off-roaders when it's snowing than you do see Lamborghinis and like McLarens just flying around. Yeah, that in real life. And it just feels so different to go on to Forza one week and it be sunny and you'd be able to get as much traction as you can on an off-roading challenge. Yet, when you go back to do that challenge, you have to use a pickup truck because it's snowing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, it just they, they kind of like make you open up doors to different things that you would not have tried previously in other games. Like, maybe you'd be a sports car fan, but to actually complete it, you have to try out a 4x4 or you have to try off-roading. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I mean, another game that I don't currently own anymore. I used to have it on my Xbox One. Uh, probably lost somewhere in the attic right now. But, I mean, <laughs> Trackmania Turbo. I don't know if any of you have played it before. I haven't either. I it's, it's literally, it's like a cartoon racing game, pretty much, where it was released in 2015. And, yeah, it's old, but... My favourite thing that I remember about it is t- uh, two-player mode, where you uh, you played local, and so you'd have two people, and it wouldn't, like like you'd expect for most racing games, you'd expect split-screen, but no, there's two people in an F1 car that have to fly around, it's like B-Tech Hot Wheels, pretty much, so like, fly around loop-the-loops and that, but you both have to, like, coordinate, because if one person says left and one person says right, the car goes straight. <laughs> and it's kind of like, so... Both inputs count. It's not like one person's driving and one person's steering. You can both do whatever. So it's, it's like, it was just fun. Because, I mean, I remember having friends around 
and just the laughs you'd get from it when your car spins off the side of a track because one of you's accidentally held down the acceleration button for too long. It's just... What you're saying is you can either mess your mate up or take it serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one of those games where you can you can muck around. And the thing that... The mechanic that I also like about it is you can make your own tracks. Like, oh. what is it? Um, I don't know if any of you guys have played... Um, like the Skate 3 franchise and the Skate franchise and that. Yeah, yeah. You could, uh, especially in Skate yeah. 3, I don't know about Skate 2 and the original, but uh, I know Skate 3, you could build your own skate parks, which I thought that was a mechanic that was just amazing. I mean, yeah. if you didn't enjoy the pre-built map, they're like, oh, here, here have some ramps, have some rails, put them together, make whatever you want. And another thing was in Skate 3, when that game was around, there was not meant like the games that other games compared to weren't amazing in the oh, online yeah. status. Yeah. Especially games where it's story only. Uh-huh. Like, there wasn't many games where you could do that sort of thing. Yet, yeah. Skate 3, you could go into the places where people made stuff and you could just copy anyone like who put stuff on there and just Go on the oh, maps. Yeah. You could share your map. So if you thought your map was the best, you could go and share it with your friends and say, "Go check out my map." Yeah, be like clubbers and the penguins and yeah. all that, and your and your igloos. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so I think we're gonna do one or two more, and then we'll wrap it up. Yep. Um, Trolls Fusion. I used to play this a lot. Uh, any of you played any of the Trolls franchise? I not Trolls Fusion once or twice. I'm yeah. I didn't really like it because it's such it's such a weird game. So like the physics are just so weird, and I could never get my head around them. <laughs> my favorite bit about the game was having the ability to press a button on the D-pad, and it would literally send your character into ragdoll mode and yeah, just throw like himself that. off the bike. I mean, I remember the, one of the first maps was there was wind turbines, and you'd be able you had to jump it. So I mid-jump, you just spam the D-pad and your character would just ragdoll into the wind turbine and get lobbed across the map. I mean, also is... something with Trials Fusion yeah. is, uh, like you said, the mechanics are completely different to anything else. Yeah. And to be honest, it took a lot of skill. I mean, if you look it up on YouTube and that, the amount of people are like, you have to use your front brake and you have to use your rear brake. Like, some of the challenges that people have done on this are nuts. Yeah. Another thing is, I like when games don't take themselves too serious. And that game takes itself not serious whatsoever. And I Uh love that because at the end of some of the maps, you can explode an airplane or a huge gas canister. But it doesn't matter Mm. because it's not a real world situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the last game now that we're going to do before we wrap it up will have to be Steep. I cannot respect that game anymore it is oh that game again having an open world map being able to do pretty much what you want when you want yeah. is just i i love it as well and again taking a serious game and making it not serious whatsoever i mean you can be a zebra or a giraffe in this game <laughs> and still be riding a snowboard down a hill i mean or you could do what my snowboarder has which is pizza boxer shorts and just nothing else <laughs> Another thing I love is the ragdoll effects on that game. Oh, so, it's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. good. And they know that people are going to mess around with the ragdoll, so they make challenges for you to break as many bones as you can. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, oh. another reference like to Steep. Um, another thing that Steep and Skate have in common is 
skate call it hall of me and i can't remember yeah. what steep call it but it's literally people that don't want to care about getting all these fancy tricks and flips just throw yourself off of a mountain yeah just i remember just... i remember one of my favorite things to do was get on my glider suit and go through a forest and see how far i could get before i just hit a tree and go flipping. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So i much mean fun. yeah like you said about the costumes there's just so much fun. There's I mean, so you can have neat. the serious ones with the goggles and everything. Yeah. Or you can have a full blow-up sumo guy that's just doing backflips on skis. It's just amazing. Yeah. You could yeah. you could look like the most serious man on the steep. Like you could have like a skeleton mask, the cool emo and goth. Yet there'd be someone standing next to you in a pink zebra suit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, like the so much everything. difference yeah. between every player. Mm-hmm. And I just love that. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's enough to wrap it up. Yep. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, recording the podcast with me, and I hope you guys listening enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, be sure to tune in to episode three, which will be coming out soon, and uh, we'll see you again later. See you. Bye. Yeah. Bye.